This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, May 13, 2008. I'm Caleb Brown. Reading first, the federal reading program at the heart of No Child Left Behind has shown little progress, but it still can find support among conservatives while dependably earning the ire of liberals. But why should a program touted as one rooted in science engender such divisions? Neil McCluskey, associate director of Cato's Center for Educational Freedom and author of the book Feds in the Classroom, explains. Uh, Reading First is, I mean, it's basically a program that was started as part of No Child Left Behind uh, that gives money to school districts to teach a very specific program of reading that is based on phonics. So phonics basically meaning you learn what different word groups sound and then you learn to put them together. And it basically has a progression of five things that it has to teach, starting with phonics all the way through comprehension. And the idea behind this is that the federal government when federal government was going to incentivize all districts that at least they had money to, to, to give to, um, to teach reading through what they called the scientifically based, that's key, is that term, scientifically based reading program based on phonics. Reading First had strong Republican support. Is it because they looked at the evidence and the scientific evidence and said, this works, therefore let's put it out there? Well, it's it's interesting because people think, well, reading is something that should be nonpartisan, right? I mean, there would be a best way to teach reading to most kids, and everyone should support that. But the thing about doing things through through government is nothing is straightforward. Everything's politicized. And you can go back decades now, and there's been in education a very long dispute between people who like phonics and think that teaching through phonics is the best way to teach most kids to read, and then those people who support whole language, which essentially is... You sit kids down with reading material and they sound out, you know, they kind of work through words and they use clues. But basically, by reading, they're supposed to learn to read. And so typically, conservatives like the phonics and liberals like the whole language. Why? Why? How does that happen? Well, uh, we get into some very big breakdowns here. But basically, whole language is adopted by more broadly progressive educators, uh, they start with John Dewey, usually is who they draw their, their inspiration from. But they believe that whole language is less um, stultifying. It's more it's a more free way to learn, both for the student and, importantly, for the teacher. And this is really where we get to the big difference. Teachers don't like, often they don't like, having to teach something that that stifles their creativity and what they think is the creativity of the child. Well, when teachers don't like something, then their unions don't like things. And unions and the Republicans, especially in education, don't always get along. So you can see where this reading cleavage builds on a whole bunch of already existing problems and becomes very politicized. So, you know, a, a normal person would think, surely we can do research, see what's the best way to teach kids, and then we actually use it to teach kids. But people don't agree on the research. The research is often politicized by what they want, not what um, scientific evidence shows. And so you get a gigantic muddle of people arguing with each other about what's really best, politicizing what should be a scientific decision or a decision also based on the best needs of the kids. But that's irrelevant when you're talking about politics and the money that all the different interest groups want to have and, you know, of course, they want the money to do whatever it is they like. What has been the record of Reading First? Well, Reading First, 
we should preface this by saying it's fairly new. So, so what we say, there can be more research done always. But so far, the record's been uh, pretty mediocre. There was a, one evaluation came out oh, a year or two ago, and a lot of people who like phonics and like reading first grabbed onto it and said, oh, this is proof that reading first works. Well, what it really was was a list of states and different age groups or, or different grades and what it had was a whole lot of holes where there just wasn't any data because they didn't have consistent tests or things like that. And then some grades in some places, scores went up. Some grades in some places, scores went down. There's really nothing conclusive. But, of course, the supporters of, of Reading First said, well, this shows that Reading First is working. Last week, there was another report came out, uh, a federal report, uh, and it said essentially that there is no evidence that reading first is improving the reading scores of kids compared to kids who didn't use reading first. It did show a little bit about, well, some more schools are using it and they're implementing it the way it's supposed to be implemented. But the bottom line is it doesn't actually seem to be improving anything. So the best we can say is that research is inconclusive because reading first is kind of new. Uh, But we cannot at all say that there's any sign that Reading First is actually working. There have been some allegations regarding some sweetheart deals within the program, too. Mm -hmm. Well, it's all the political nature of Reading First as opposed to, again, being based on what's best for kids. Uh, Since a lot of liberals and a lot of Democrats and and a lot of the, the interest groups that support Democrats didn't like phonics, didn't like Reading First to begin with, Uh, they are, frankly, looking for reasons not to like the program. And what they've said was, well, a lot of the people who are implementing Reading First appear to be punishing districts that weren't using approved curricula, scientifically based is the term here, Uh, and they said that it appeared that they were steering these districts to companies, usually of their friends, who produced textbooks and programs that were based in phonics. Now, that could be happening. We don't know that for sure. But on the other hand, the phonics reading community is not gigantic. I mean, these are specialists. And it stands to reason that the people implementing a program that they like are going to steer people to program or to, to um, curricula and textbooks that they like who are produced by people they know and agree with. Because this is, like I said, a small community. They go to the same conferences. They talk about the same research. Of course, they're going to know each other. But because this is politics, we suspect that what a lot of people are doing are is, especially you know, on Capitol Hill, they're saying, well, this is definitely impropriety because they really don't like the program. And the defenders might be saying, people who do like the program, that's not impropriety. These are just people using science. Politics, though, doesn't really care what the real answer is. It's whoever can make the most noise and convince the most people that something shady or something good is going on. Neil McCluskey is Associate Director of Cato's Center for Educational Freedom and author of the book Feds in the Classroom. You can get your copy at Cato.org.